0: Welcome to Enjoy Fort Wayne. This episode is brought to you by the Wile and I Farmers Market and highlights the 350 vendors that make up the number one market in the state of Indiana.
1: Hey, my name is Ashley Wagner.
0: And what do you do, ma'am?
1: Oh. Um I manage the YLNI Farmers Market.
0: Yes, we kind of say that in jest. We know everyone knows who you are. You are the only person to be on the podcast now twice. So Ooh. and and what I want to do today was talk through the winter market and kind of talk through the origins, how it started, how it came to be and then where it's at now and what we're excited about For the future. So first of all, you've been here as you can go back to the previous episode that Ashley was on and and find out that you've been here for over a decade. So we know that we know that the winter market has not been around for a full decade, which means you were around for the birth of it. And what I'm curious to know, and a lot of our Vendors and customers, I'm sure, are a little bit curious as well. What were some of the stumbling blocks? How did you get rolling with it? What was that first idea like? How did that go? Who was involved? What did you have to do in order to have the first winter market? And when was that? Is that enough right there? I know that was
1: say that's a lot of questions.
0: Yeah, you can get through it.
1: Let's do one at a time. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, birth of the winter market. That's a very good, um, a good way to say it, I guess. Um, so, vendors had been asking us. Well, let me say this: we started the first winter market in fourteen fifteen, and I want to say at least.
0: That's right before Columbus. You know, he was in fourteen ninety two. So.
1: <laughs> Except I mean twenty fourteen and twenty fifteen.
0: Okay. Oh, gotcha! Gotcha! Jeez. Okay.
1: Um. So I believe vendors had been asking us like a few years prior to that to do a winter market, but we had always wanted to give our vendors like the season off, some time off to like rebuild their product and that type of thing. Um, and, and our staff and volunteers. But... Um,
0: yeah, to work 12 months a year, right, is kind I mean, of I a guess that's daunting wild. task for some people Yeah, to yes. do this. I mean, it's a side hustle for a lot of people and it's volunteering for a lot of people. So to ask them to do that 12 months a year could be tough.
1: Yes. Yeah. Fair. Um, but they kept after us and (laughs) then we, um, in working with, um, Fort for fitness. And at the time their offices were out of the Ash center over off of, um, Taylor. Um, I can't think of the name of the other road. Um, the world baseball association is over there.
0: Oh, didn't know that.
1: Um, yes. So anyway, that's where their offices were. And I, um, have been working with four for fitness for a long time. And so they had kind of offered some space like, Hey, let's partner. Do you think you'd be interested in the winter market? I'm like, well, yeah, our vendors keep asking about it. And so we were able to, to get all that together, like the behind the scenes type stuff, I guess if you will, and then we started advertising it to vendors, and I mean, I wanna say that we had at least thirty vendors every Saturday, and we did that that right was off probably, the bat, you're saying, yeah, so that was probably like an October through April type thing, yeah. I mean, I'd have to go back and look, but I would assume we did it right right from the beginning, October and, through April,
0: and where was it located?
1: so it was at the ash center which is the world baseball academy over there off of uh freeman that's the name freeman and i think it intersects with taylor
0: so i don't know if i technically as a customer ever made it to that one i'm trying and that's why i feel like it's in the like lost archives of the market is this location
1: yeah i mean it was um like their gym um that they had over there and so Obviously, well, I don't want to say obviously, but at that point, maybe we could have been better on social media and kind of getting the word out. But as it, in our emphasis, that's just kind of yeah. what it was. Um, and also, if we had been able to grow there, obviously, like, I think pe- more people would have known about it. Um, but that space was um, leased out to somebody else. And so we were unable to go back for a second year. Um so, uh, this location that we went to at that point was Wondercomer. There was some connections between the Wild well I Board and the owner. Okay. And so, Wondercomer is an old uh, Mexican restaurant that's over on Fairfield. I think it was like a Casa's. I don't know. The type and name of the restaurant is not important. But the layout, it was like an old restaurant. And so... Um, Again, I'm presuming that was like in October through April type thing. The other thing to notate that I did not mention is that we only did this every other Saturday because we did not want to um, compete with Fort Wayne Farmer's Market at the time who was also at that time every other Saturday.
0: Oh, so you went off, you guys staggered. Mm -hmm. That way the community could go every weekend if they wanted and you could choose –
1: and our vendors didn't have to choose. They could do also. Do if they wanted.
0: Do, yes. Wow. What an interesting concept. I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. I do remember going to a market at the Tin Cap Stadium, and I didn't know that it wasn't the same. Yeah. As most people don't know that. <laughs> right. And that's right. fair because you don't really pay attention, And but yeah, definitely now <laughs> as doing this, I know the market is not, our winter market is not at the Tin Cap Stadium. So- couldn't be at the Ash Center then mm-hmm. going into twenty fifteen slash twenty sixteen. And so what was the thought then?
1: Well, vendors wanted us to keep going. So we went into Wondercommer and um great owner, great guy, great location, just not the right location for a market. Mm. Um and also our vendors didn't think it was great. Again, you know, in my thinking, like, it takes time to grow something, so we could have made it great if that was our only option. Sure. But instead, we just kind of kiboshed it. We didn't have great vendor attendance or customer attendance. Again, it could have gotten better if we would have built it, but we just kind of put a stop to it at that point. Um, but vendors kept after us, kept after us. And so I kept looking for space, and it's just hard to find a big open space uh, downtown Fort Wayne. Yeah. Um, and so
0: <clears throat> even now, even yeah, worse, I right. mean, few and far between, it's just, and
1: so in, what was that? Probably eighteen, nineteen. I had seen that aunt Millie's was up for lease. Um, I don't want, I don't think I called right away. Um, I probably gave it like a few months or something. And then I had called them and they weren't super keen on the idea of like, one Saturday or I'm sorry, just Saturdays.
0: Right. Um, Four like, times there's 30 days in a right. month and you're only going to use know, it. They
1: wanted to just kind of like rent the space and be done with it. Yeah. And um, so I think I probably called them again, like a year later uh, with the support of some vendors that had been trying to get us into that location as well. Mm. And um, they caved. <laughs> well, I think I, we had just said to them like, okay, this has been sitting here. You're not renting it. Like you might as well bring in something rather than nothing. And so they really, I want to say partnered with us because we had a very different type of lease. You know, we weren't charged the regular lease. We had a different kind of lease, which was super helpful as a nonprofit. Um, So we were finally able to get in there. Um, That would have been in 2020, I think. But eighteen nineteen is when I first kind of made contact with them and started talking to them. So um, 2020, the year of COVID. Um,
0: uh, COVID. I
1: don't even want to. The aspect of COVID just. Anyway, Through so we wrench, got in yeah. there in in 20. And we knew from the beginning that we wouldn't be there super long because of the plans that they had for it. So we were there for two seasons. Twenty twenty one, and twenty
0: one twenty two, right? And overall, it it went pretty well. I mean, as far as size yeah. and
1: yeah, we still had about twenty thousand square foot. Um, I want to say fifty vendors kind of jumped on board with us and helped us. Um, you know, they were there from at day one, um, and then. Uh, you know, come around the holidays. I think that first year we were not sold out, but by year two, our average was more like uh 60 into the low seventies each Saturday. And at that holiday season, we were sold out. Like I had every inch of that place. Like there, I just, there were no more booths that I could sell. Yeah. Um, and so that helped us gain momentum into trying to find our next location. um, and one thing I loved about Aunt Millie's was is the history. Um, we had so many vendors and customers come up to us like, oh, I remember being here, working here, like this was my spot. Hmm. And, you know, just yeah. it's so cool to hear that history. Even the same thing when we're down at Bar Street in the summer, like, oh, my grandparents, you know, great-grandparents. And so it's just really cool to hear those yeah. kind of uh, stories.
0: When you say the amount of vendors, it's – still remarkable to me, the average market in the summer to get those numbers would be very impressive. And in the winter, it's considerably lower. And to have that number, even from the very, very beginning, you said you had at least 30. I mean, you had to know, like, okay, we have something here from the beginning, right? Or did you think, were you... More of like, well, we'll see how this goes. Did you think having that many right away wasn't that big a deal?
1: Um, I don't know that I really had thoughts like that. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, there were a few Saturdays where attendance was not great. Like uh, when we were at Aunt Millie's and our first Saturday in January, I think we had like 12 vendors, 12, you know, something crazy like that. Yeah. But we're all still excited to be there, and we all shopped from each other. And I think uh, customer attendance was like 300. <laughs> so like Pretty low. You know, like I remember having that amount of customers and vendors in the summer like 10 years ago. You know, so, um, but I just, I know it takes time to grow. You know, like what I just said about the summer market, that took years for us to get where we are today. Yeah. And so I think as long as we can stay established and, um, and our vendors, you know, our vendors make the market. We need the vendors. As long as the vendors are happy and they want to be there, then they're the ones who bring in the customers.
0: Right. And they're the best volunteers, too, willing to come early and do X, Y, Z or stay later and take care of it. And even on off days, come help paint or do this. We have vendors that will... Do that. That's part of it, too. So then let's go through to the present where we're at now on 1501 East Barry, which is cool that it's really literally just down from the summer market on Barry. And you just go down that one way. And, well, you have to take Wayne, I guess, if you're coming from the summer market. And then shift over to the old Bun factory, the old Bun building. Um, the old East End, we could go on and give old all the names factory, yeah. that, right? So it's where uh, Summit City Brewworks is located, probably the most known uh, business in that building. So when did you first even find out that it was an option?
1: Um, Actually, it was kind of in the running when we were trying to get into Aunt Millie's, hmm. but... I was just so concerned about parking. And so when Aunt Millie's, when they were still kind of thinking, we went over there and looked. And then when Aunt Millie said, okay, yep, we'll make this work, then we were on board. Aunt Millie just didn't worry
0: about anything else. Yeah.
1: And so when we knew we couldn't be there anymore, um, you know, it's just kind of like back to the drawing board. And then um, I was like, oh, we looked at that space. We could go try it. Like I totally, had forgotten about it and I actually called the owner of the building looking at another piece of his property and he told me about that and I was like oh yeah like I've actually talked to him before like I remember looking through this space and um he agreed to kind of fix up the parking lot and then we were able to work with um I always get them confused. Indiana Tech, yeah, Indiana yeah, yeah. Tech is right there on Washington. Yep. Um, and then we were able to work with Brewhound and get like a shuttle going, so we had extra parking for that
0: first year for yes. parking. Yeah. <laughs> that way, it wasn't an an issue. Right. And then people parked on the grass lot, mm-hmm. and, it, and it and it yeah it worked out. I mean, because a lot of people came. The average, what was? Because I'm trying to think back, what was the average? Amount of vendors now moved into the location on East Berry.
1: We were in the high sixties, low seventies.
0: I mean, that's that's crazy. Again, to think just a few years ago, for the summer, that was the amount of vendors, and and now the summer is way beyond that. And we opened the season this past year with more than 70 didn't Um, wasn't it a little bit more
1: yeah we were probably about 80
0: and and in the in the months like january and february we get that it's a little bit less it's just so cold other stuff going on and there's less vendors but still when you think about how many vendors are still there week in and week out compared to other markets it really is incredible. I love talking to people in In these little bit slower months. You can kind of have conversations with people and the ones who are there for the first time are blown away by the winter market. And when I tell them this is actually the lowest that it will be mm-hmm. like in this time frame that you're coming will be the lowest attended. It'll have the least amount of vendors and they are blown away. And they haven't right. even been in the back room yet where a lot of the food vendors are. Right. And I'm like, oh, have you been in the back room yet? And they're like, there's a back room. Yeah. I mean, it still blows away people, whereas people who are there week in and week out, like the two of us, we may have conversations saying, oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty low today, huh? But okay. sometimes it's good to have perspective. Because, and that's one thing I wanted to mention, I haven't told you this, but because I do talk to people all the time in the time frames that we're talking about where it's, like, little less attended, and they're still blown away. So that perspective, I think, is good to know that, hey, even when we we would say we're kind of low, it still, like, blows out of the water Other just other markets in other states, even in our own state, like, it's pretty incredible, and I'm excited because when you see that growth and to know that you had a hand in it and you obviously have the biggest hand in it is just is really cool to see. What is something that you're excited about moving forward? I know we've done events and things in the past, but what is your vision for the winter? Obviously, it's not going away. It's like a well old machine at this point where it's going to keep going. But what are you excited for moving forward?
1: Well, I did want to add something to that before I answer your question. Um, we'll you allow know, it. Even, Thank you. <laughs> um, even when it starts slow and you're like, man. And then you just, and then, well, I I just feel bad for the vendors. Like, man, it's just going to be kind of slow today. You want them to make
0: money. And, but then, yeah. like,
1: all of a sudden it just gets kind of busy. Um, and maybe not even super busy. But then, you know, this, the vendors, I always say, it, this is a, a community you know, like when you join the market as a vendor, you're not just participating in a market, you're joining a community and our community really shines. This is one of the times that they really shine is that when it's not busy, like they're shopping each other. And you know, that's when you know that, that it's a community, that it's a family, like they're there to help each other. And so I always, I always feel really excited about that. (laughs) You know, even though like, Oh, it's going to be a soda. And then like, not that your customers come through, but your your vendor base comes through and they just shop each other. And um, I think that just makes the day that much better. For sure. Um, okay, future of the winter market. Yes, I don't think it's going away. Um, you know, and with the growth of downtown, uh, more apartment buildings and more living space downtown, I think it, the market is definitely going to be, be needed, um, especially with just... It feels like today so many people are wanting to shop local. I mean, don't get me wrong, people still love Target and that's good. Old, good and great and grain fine. <laughs> For sure. But um that's more, not going away either. <laughs> right. But more and more we, you know, more people are wanting to shop local that they're wanting to you know, a shop from their family and friends and and support.
0: They take pride in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, um we're just excited to continue the the legacy of the of the Winter Market and in the history, you know, the building that we're in right now, as you were saying, it has multiple names because it has history. Uh, so again, that's what I love about this space is we've had vendors like, oh, yeah, my, you know, grandparent used to bring me this candy. And <laughs> right, Where can I find um, this candy? I remember eating it when <laughs> I was little. Well, they don't make it here, but you can get it usually from these locations. Yeah. Um,
0: we gave some out. I remember.
1: Yeah. Our, our opening day two years ago. <laughs> yes. One <laughs> of our cool. um, vendors found some and then they were giving them out. Um I don't know to the first 100 customers something like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um that was cool.
1: You know, so it's just it's things like that. So we're just excited to continue uh the winter market and we'll always continue to come up with ideas to um keep vendors well keep customers coming in during those slow months. You know, we had that 40-foot wheel come in. But man, it was like 0 degrees that day, but um you know, they were predicting some some pretty bad conditions, but we still had 50 vendors, I think, show up. And we still had a good uh, customer count that day. Yeah. And then we had the um, our JVG event junior vendor, Jamboree. So we invited um, little kids that have businesses to come vend with us for the day.
0: Yep, that and was that was cool. super
1: cool. So we're always going to be thinking of things to do outside the box to keep people coming in uh, to help keep our our vendors happy, you know, to get them.
0: Awesome. So yeah, bottom line is, it's really cool that every single Saturday from nine to one, half the time we're outside where we just close off a couple city blocks and just take over. And then the other half, we're in a building that has a lot of history, multiple rooms, tons of vendors, tons of food, still the same smiling faces indoors so every single saturday you can come to us from 9 a.m to 1 p.m and know that a lot of the same vendors will be there the food all that no matter the weather we've closed less than five times due to the weather in what five years we've closed less than five times like would collectively,
1: you say like counting both mm-hmm. summer market and winter market
0: yeah um is it about that
1: I, I believe the number like is small four, three okay. or four.
0: Yeah. yeah. So less than three. five in five years. Have we absolutely shut down because either there was like an emergency for the road, like you couldn't be on the road or it, the temperatures were simply just too cold for our vendors to get out there and move their product back and forth. Well, we, you know, know,
1: five years seems like not that long. It's less than five in the 13 years I've been doing this.
0: There you go. So, so the market has been closed less than five times in 13 years. Yeah. Wow.
1: You know, the vendors are there to, for their customers. You know, yeah, like they're going to be there incredible. rain or shine. And we're going to be there for our vendors rain or shine. So, that's why we don't cancel often because as long as we're open, then it's up to the vendors if they want to be there or not. And customers still come. Right. I mean, last year when we, we didn't even cancel, I think we just postponed. We postponed setup. But then, like it just kept raining and it was raining, and we had that really bad thunder and lightning. Anyway, so we did have to close that day, um, and that was the second second time. Yeah, once in the winter, three times. That's the that's the official count. Three times. Yeah. Um. But anyway, when we were, many vendors had still set up. I bet we still had eighty vendors set up that day last summer. And customers were still there. I mean, we probably still had a couple hundred people there, even while we were trying to help vendors, like, tear down and get out of there before the next storm came in. Like, there's still people shopping, (laughs) you know, trying to get their produce, whatever. But
0: Yeah. No, that's great. That's when you built up a community that people want to come, no matter if it's raining cats and dogs or it's colder than zero degrees, people still want to be there so sometimes for safety reasons and stuff we will close based on the roads based on that but basically bottom line is still very cool to say every saturday from nine to one you can catch us at the wild and i farmers market thank you to ashley for joining us for the second time and we will see you at the farmers market this saturday this podcast is brought to you by coraggio media the show was edited by me and sponsored by the wild and i farmers market Follow them on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest updates. We will see you next week where we will be sure to show you how you can enjoy Fort Wayne.